Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello one and all, this is Bakapite, a show where we talk about all things anime and manga, from news to reviews and everything in between. I am your host, Frank Furter, and with me is my co-host, the marginally aware one, Magically Average. Today we are going to talk about Teppin Episode 2 being cancelled, the legacy of Yu-Gi-Oh! and more, but before we do that, Magically Average, it's been a downer of a news week this week. It really just, it's nothing really uplifting has happened this week. How are you? I, yeah, I was gonna compliment you on my name being like the first somewhat accurate name you've ever described me as <laughs> like so i was like props to you very good what was the the something apple bottom one is still probably my favorite yeah, yeah that was that was a good one that was a good mm-hmm. one i did enjoy that but no this this past week was um honestly it was n- news story Rough. after news story after yeah like just i i wanted to stay away from social media but at the same time, because we do this podcast, I'm like, well, better add another one to the list of topics to talk to talk about. So it's um, yeah, yeah, it's a rough one. But I mean, upside, we have summer 2022 shows beginning. So, you know, there's yeah. some bright, some bright spots. Oh, yeah. But... And we'll we'll get into summer 2022 shows here shortly. But, you know, just want to see how you're doing. Um well, I guess how we are. are you, how are you it. doing? I've never asked you how you're doing. Yeah, you how never, are you doing? Because you never care, Mr. About Host. Me. It's okay. <laughs> well, it's because you just you just steal the spotlight and you want it all to yourself. You greedy <laughs> little goober. <laughs> no, I'm doing well. Um, as you, I didn't really particularly want to be on social media just for the fact that just one stupid thing after another kept happening this week, and we'll cover a few of them we're not going to cover everything um but i mean me personally i'm doing well uh i got caught up on a majority of the shows that i wanted to this week there's a hand i think there's two maybe three out there that i still need to watch but um besides that i finally caught up on the physical excuse me what's out physically for uh witch hat atelier 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 i don't know how you actually pronounce it I never know I always, how to either. I thought it was Atelier, but then people just pronounce it other ways, and I don't know. But uh, I caught up on that manga series as to what's out physically, so nine volumes. And honestly, if you need a Harry Potter experience without supporting J.K. Rowling, this is it. Like, it is... Like, I cannot give it enough recommendation. It is so good. The st- Like, the world... Is amazing. It's simple, but amazing. The characters are not necessarily the deepest, but they have like a lot of growth in the like short little bit that I've been with them, and the the arcs that we've gone through have been very interesting. It's I don't want to spoil it. All I'll say is if you enjoy Harry Potter and just magic, go read this series. Uh, it's fantastic. 
and it yeah. also it's won many like different awards in 2020 it won the will eisner award which is uh he was a famous disney artist it won like i forget what category it won specifically i know it tied with another series but it's it's very good just go read it i was but, gonna say uh, like the, the my biggest thing about it is the art it's got some of the most unique art that i've seen in a manga in a while like next to um the art the creator's name is escaping me right now but the person that wrote doro hidoro and die dark like that type of really unique bespoke type of style that you don't see replicated all that much that's what witch hat is it's like it's really really pretty but the story is one of the most interesting i've read in a while too so highly highly recommend if you're looking for a new series and I actually have to get caught up because I think I'm only through volume six. So, ooh, yeah, got some catching up to do. It's very good and it only gets better as you read on. So, but yeah, we're going to we're going to hop right into it because we do have a lot to talk about, despite it being somewhat negative. But we're going to start with new story. Number one, Teppin episode two has been canceled. Article comes from uh, Crystalline Hodgkins at Anime News Network. The official Twitter account for Teppin Laugh Till You Cry anime revealed on Friday that the staff has canceled the airing of the show's second episode due to, quote, various circumstances. The first episode was re-aired on July 9th, and the, t- uh, and the show's third episode will air on July 16th. There's been no news as to if or when episode two will come out. And the uh, update on the article, and this is this is probably why it probably will not come out until maybe the DVDs, is that an update was, uh, an introduction to episode two was discovered and reads as follows. The aspiring comedian Yomogi uh, Takahashi was returning from a morning run when she comes across an Ima Wish tablet near her dormitory's entrance. She tells her comedy partners Yayoi uh, and Yuzu and they discover text on the back of the tablet that can be as uh, that can be read as "I've decided to assassinate the president tonight at eight. This comes after the assassination of Japan's former PM uh, Shinzo uh, Abe. Abe, yeah, yeah. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, yeah, uh, Japan's former PM was assassinated at a news conference, and this is a good uh, good reason to cancel an episode and not air. Uh, it's very sensitive. It's a very sensitive topic, and especially you know, over there where crime is pretty low, relatively, especially Spe- like specifically gun violence. Especially gun violence is very low, and this is just one of those things that it's like horrible, horrible timing. Yeah, absolutely terrible timing. So they they decided to cancel it. They're going to air episode three next week and just move on with the show. Yeah, from what I read in other articles, too, and what was coming out at the time, I believe episode two is canceled indefinitely. So it will never air on TV in Japan. So whether that means that it will go to DVD, we can only find out. But I, given, given what happened right around the time that it was supposed to be released, I suspect that they'll just kind of put it in a capsule and, and lock it away. It's just, it's really, really unfortunate timing. Yeah. But I, I just, I don't think you can release that because it, it's going to just feel very awkward if they do. Even in like DVD or like a, hey, here's a bonus episode we couldn't get out live. I would just say, no, just keep it locked away. Stuff happens. It's it's well, unfortunate timing, but I, yeah. yeah. And as somebody who's watching the show, I'm trying to wrap my head around what they might mean by this. I, my feeling is that whoever wrote the note that, that I've decided to do this is, I think their context is going to be like in the episode, it would be misstrewn as, Oh my God, there's going to be a crime happening with, Hey, I'm going to murder him with laughter because this is a comedy. This is literally like people doing stand up comedy. So I have a feeling that it's just, because of the wording and because of that, they they had to cancel it, which by all means do that. But I feel like that that's probably what the premise of the episode would have been. It's just, you know, they don't want to show any poor taste, so they just yanked it. Yeah. I so It was probably something along the lines of, like, another group was formulating a comedy skit, and that was maybe the premise of it. Yeah. I, I have no idea, but, yeah, it, very sad news to um, 
the prime minister, uh, former prime minister Shinzo Abe was the longest running prime minister in Japan too, before he vacated his cabinet, I believe, um, for the current prime minister who I, I unfortunately I don't know. So yeah, very unfortunate news. Um, but yeah, it's, it's very odd to see. I shouldn't say it's odd to see, but it, it's one of those situations where like a, an anime goes for, what is potentially like a wor real world event that could take place, you know, like it, yeah. assassinations aren't anything new, but it, it's just one of those situations where they're trying to utilize some real world event as a premise yeah. for the episode. And it just happens that that event takes place in, yeah. in the country, right in, in the home country. So mm -hmm. it's just, it's very sad, very unfortunate. Um, but yep. I'm sure, I'm sure they'll get back to, the laughing till you cry part, hopefully at some point in these next yeah. few episodes. Yeah. Cause it got kind of dark. Yeah. Cause I really did enjoy episode one. So looking forward to episode three, but uh, until then we're going to move on to new story. Number two, uh, the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh Kazuki Takahashi has passed away. This comes from Luke Plunkett at Kotaku. Uh, an autopsy report confirmed that creator, uh, the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh uh, died by drowning on July 6th. In addition to creating the manga, Takahashi, who had some experience in games design, also designed the broad outlines of a card game originally called Magic and Wizards, but later changed to Duel Monsters, featured in the series itself, which after popular request was first released in 1999 as an actual trading card game in Japan by Konami, and it blew up. It saw an American release in 2002, and is still popular around the world today. Alongside the manga, which has now sold tens of millions of copies, the, uh, and card game, which has sold tens of billions of cards, Yu-Gi-Oh! has also inspired a range of other media appear uh, appearances, like several long-running anime series, a number of motion pictures, book releases, and of course video game adaptations. The latest Yu-Gi-Oh! game, Master Duel, released earlier in 2022 on PC, Switch, Xbox, and PlayStation, which at one point was pulling in over 200,000 concurrent players just on Steam alone. Another sad, sad news article. Another great uh, leaving us too early. Uh, what is your history uh, with Yu-Gi-Oh? If you have any history at all with Yu-Gi-Oh? I collected it, I think, right when it came out in the United States. Because um, 2002, I would have been seven or eight years old. And at the time, I was only collecting Pokemon, but wasn't playing any Pokemon. Mm -hmm. I watched the anime because the anime came out in the earlier part of the year, too, because I think the anime actually came out before the card game, because I remember getting the cards and being like, this isn't how you play the sort of revealing light. That doesn't how that's not what the card reads. This is stupid. Magic box. What? That's not how it does. That's not how Yugi uses it in his battles. And I was like, this is so confusing. But yeah, I, I had played it all up through elementary school into middle school and then i kind of stopped in high school i think um but no that was a huge part that was like that was the first trading card game that i played that i actually learned to play and then i tried to play like competitively at my local card stores um because i i was kind of late to the game with magic the gathering and i just i never learned pokemon and i didn't have any friends that knew how to play either so i was <laughs> like oh, i'll just collect them because they're pretty and we like the tv show but yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! was the first one that I actually learned and built my own decks, went into the card stores, played against sweaty old men that beat me every time because I was like 10 years old and didn't know what I was doing for the most part. But yeah, it's, it's, it's it was a huge part of my life growing up. So yeah, again, when I saw the news, I was very, very upset. Um, saw a lot of fan art coming out that was drawn and that made scrolling through Twitter very hard. Because it was like, oh, here's some news. Oh, here's fan art from Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, okay, here comes the waterworks. All right, we're going to have to skip past this real quick. And oh, no, here's another one. Nope, full-blown crying. That's okay. It's fine. It's just emotions. Yeah. But it's, yeah. It is. Dude, this week has been, this past week is such a bummer. Like, going through this, I'm like, oh, my God. All this happened in the span of seven days. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's really sad. And I'm in a very similar boat in which, as a kid, I was on the Pokemon train with the video games, the anime, 
in collecting the cards. I never played Pokemon for real because who the fuck knew how to play Pokemon? Yeah, no, no one knew growing up. I honestly no. think people only started to learn like a couple years ago. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? But uh, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! I'm in the same boat. I, I bought the cards and my because the, the show taught you legitimately how to play the card game. I, I actually got into playing it. I just was a shit deck builder, so I just threw all my like shiny cards and cards that I thought were good into one pile and thought, oh yeah, we'll call this a day. There's no rhyme or reason as to what the fuck is going on here. But um, yeah, no, me and my buddy uh, growing up, we used to play each other and we used to play each other for keeps. We would put a card on the line as to betting uh, like who would win, and we'd we'd play for keeps. And I don't remember exactly what i all lost but i do think i i think i won a pot of greed off of him either a pot of greed or a fusion off of my buddy and oh, okay like nothing yeah, we nothing would, too no but they were still like, rare buster blader no we, we weren't doing that we weren't doing like dark eyes win uh, double dragon yeah Dude, i still remember sorry, i still dark... remember some of these old cards is red eyes black dragon uh blue eyes white dragon I, Blue Eyes, White Dragon, Dark Magician, Dark Magician Girl, Toontown. Toontown, I think I won off of him. The tune Toontown. That, that, that tune card set, was over-fucking-powered. That tune set was the most broken stuff It was ever. great. Yeah, that was so, wonderful. So, yeah, I'm in the same boat. Just seeing everything just after the events, just absolutely gut-wrenching. It was... I, granted, I haven't been in the Yu-Gi-Oh! community or, you know, done anything Yu-Gi-Oh! related since I was a kid. So it, it, like me wanting to go back to the source material, probably not. But I mean, it, it sucks that part of your childhood is just like, kind of gone, for all int- yeah. intents and purposes. The the creator behind your one of your biggest childhood memories is just no longer, which sucks. But, I mean, it it just sometimes it is what it is. Life goes, you know, in a direction you don't expect. But, yeah. You look we at the positives, move... right? What, a, what an impact they had on our exactly. lives. So, Exactly. I mean, dude, oh, oh, tens, <laughs> freaking tens oh, of when... billions of cards. Are you so kidding? I honestly, there's, I honestly think it's up closer to like trillions. I mean, th- this series, the card game alone is crazy. There's, I go, every time I go to my local trading card store, I'm like, there's another Yu-Gi-Oh set out. One just came out like yesterday. It's they're just constant. It's crazy yeah. how big the craze like it is still just as popular today as it was when it first came out. I think it's it's just it's that crazy. Yep. But um, we're going to get to something a little bit more on a lighter note. Um, we have more updates on who will be at, or yeah, on who will be at Crunchyroll Expo from the Crunchyroll blog. We've gotten an update as to who and what guests will have to look forward to uh, at the Crunchyroll Expo in August in, I believe, is it San Diego, California, I believe, is where they're at? I don't know. They're oh, somewhere in Southern California. Yeah. I didn't do that research. That's my bad. Anywho, <laughs> but um, the the short announcement includes uh, MAPA CEO Man, uh, Manabu, Man, Manabu uh, Otsuka. Sorry, I'm terrible with pronunciations. We're trying to get it through this. Uh, MAPA's executive producer and rights management director, Makoto Ki, uh, Kimura. President and co-founder of uh, Studio Bones, uh, uh, Minami uh, Minami Masahiko, and English voice actresses from the popular series Spy X Family or Spy Family, Natalie Van Sistine, a.k.a. Your Forger, and Megan Shipman, a.k.a. Anya Forger. Also announced this week is that um, at Anime, or sorry, not Anime Expo, Crunchyroll Expo, they will have the world premiere screening of Mob Psycho 100's third season. So, Ooh. yeah, just that last bit alone has me excited. The fact that, like, God, I wish I could be there to go see my boy Mob in action because I absolutely adore Mob Psycho 100. That I think I gave the first season a 9 and the second season a, a 10 out of 10 because, honestly, the second season is better than the first. It's such a great freaking show. So... For it to get a third season, I'm super excited. I know that there's not a lot of content left in the, like, original manga, so I don't Mm -hmm. know what they're going to all do. But nonetheless, still looking forward to it. Um, And the fact that they get the world premieres, I'm I'm jealous as all hell. But I think in other news, I'm really curious as to what 
Studio Bones is going to be announcing there. Because Studio Bones, they, uh, they've done a decent bit of, you know, work in the past few years. And I'm like, it's ex escaping me now as to what they've done. Well, I'm looking it up. Oh, they're I'm wondering if they're academia. mostly there for, I'm wondering if they're mostly there for Mob Psycho 100. Because they do their Mob Psycho 100, Bungo Stray Dogs, oh, Space Dandy. Why did I they think might... that Mappa was my uh, Mob Psycho? I don't know. Because Mappa does everything. <laughs> I guess. And because I guess Mob Psycho 100 freaking goes hard with their animation. Yeah. yeah Bones is a great studio. No, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I mean, I don't think anyone's surprised that we have the CEO of MAPPA and then the EP um, of MAPPA as well joining them because I think it was announced on Twitter. And it I was the don't. Day after their panel or the day of their panel at Anime Expo that they were going to be at Crunchyroll Expo. So... Yeah, no, they announced it the day of, I think. But I, I also saw recently. And you can fact check me before I just stick my foot in my mouth, but they did finally announce that there will be another trailer at the Crunchyroll Expo for Chainsaw oh. Man. See, I didn't see anything about that. I just know that they were going to have a Chainsaw Man panel. That's what got announced right after Anime Expo. Yeah. It's just the fact that now that we know that the CEO and EP are going to be there, I'm really, really hoping that this new trailer does have a date. It is confirmed for fall. I really hope so. I don't know if that's going to be true, but one can hope. Yeah. Well, we can but, hope so. Yeah. And I'm wondering what the, the voice actresses, if they're just going to be doing just a generalized panel about Spy Family or Spy X Family, whichever one you want to call it. It's, I think it's... <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm still navigating that water because I like to call it Spy Family, but so many other people I know call it Spy X Family. So I'm curious as to what yeah. they'll talk about if they're just going to just have a joking type of panel well, and just I, do a Q&A or you know I think it'll be just to make sure everyone remembers like hey I know all these great shows are coming out in fall but you know second core is coming out in fall for Spy Family as well don't forget about us yeah they're, now they're now they're fighting you know the spring season they were sort of at the top you know with Love is War Rising of Shield Hero which we both saw no, that how was badly, not at the, how that poorly was not that did top. <laughs> that was at the top of people's list at the beginning of the season maybe that's yeah but i mean like now they have to fight against chainsaw man they have to fight against bleach my hero a whole Mob bunch psycho. of stuff Mob psycho yeah like they're going against up, your eternity um, blue lock uh yeah i, I was gonna say uzaki chan but no uzaki chan's not gonna no that's not gonna take anything away <laughs> from least, Spy listen Family. it's it's got it's you need a little slice of life sprinkled in there okay <laughs> i um, don't so I can give you a quick update if you want. Uh, in sure. a recent stream, staff members of Crunchyroll appear to confirm that the latest trailer of Chainsaw Man will debut at this year's Crunchyroll Expo, which will be taking place from August 5th to the 7th in San Jose, California. This written by Evan Valentine from comicbook.com. So it, whether or not it's like been finalized up in the air, but I think it's sort of spelled itself out from the fact that at the anime expo the mappa ceo was like it's not we want it to be perfect we want it to be pristine it like the best shape and form it can possibly be before showing everyone oh by the way we will we will be at Crunchyroll expo so yeah you know keep an eye out there i think that sort of lays out their game plan of they wanted to at least get in front of people at the anime expo and have i mean the fact that the ceo too said all this as well that's big where they're like hey we're working hand in hand with Tatsuki Fujimoto, we are like doing everything. We, he, he has creative control. We want to make this as, you know, much adaptable to the source material as possible. We're not going to censor anything, yada, yada, yada. Like from the CEO, that's huge. So I think the fact that they were like, just be patient. We're going to be at Crunchyroll Expo. Hold tight. I think that just sort of shows like, there's going to, there's got to be something. There's going to yeah. be something. I think a trailer is, probably to be expected yeah one can hope but um we'll have to find out in less than a month because i believe that's like the first weekend of august or first week of august so yeah we we're less than a month away from that yeah yeah we're gonna find out very shortly about that but um moving on we have our new dates and announcements which we did get a lot more this week after anime expo uh some of it is just anime related, other manga, et cetera, et cetera. So to get through it, we have 
the 86 fragmental uh neoteni i don't know maybe neot neot neoteni we'll just go with neoteni whatever you want it to be yeah sure that's it it's a it's the 80 uh 86 spinoff uh it'll end in its third volume coming up uh the hero is overpowered but overly cautious manga is going to end in three chapters uh bochi the rock will premiere in october me and roboco will premiere this winter no longer human in another world is getting an anime adaptation Dr. Stone New World premieres spring 2023. That comes off the uh, presses of Dr. Stone's like single random episode that'll bridge seasons two and three together. Was so, it a movie or like just an OVA or what was that? It, I'm, I haven't watched it yet. It's like a 53 minute episode. I'm not. Yeah, it's not a movie. It's not an episode. It's like a, it's just an extended bridge i don't know i think it's kind of like almost like the demon slayer just mugen train arc where it's just like hey we can't make this into a full season so we're just gonna stick it in as a movie but like this is shorter than a movie so let's just throw it out there yeah i don't know huh. so right. yep so the new season will premiere spring 2023 uh sasaki miyano uh anime is getting a film in 2023 which will screen alongside hirano uh yeah hirano and uh kagi kagiura short i think i pronounced that right hopefully nailed it whatever moving on cells at work code blacks uh code blacks shige uh Mitsu, which i believe is the author of or the creator author writer one of the animator for the manga is launching a new manga in august sorry i butchered that the girl who leapt through time uh i'm through this in because i actually i love this movie and i saw this i was like yeah i'm throwing this in for my own <laughs> benefit the Girl Who Leapt Through Time aired on TV in Japan and earned a 5.9% rating, which if you don't know what that means, that means 5.9% of the population watched it. Whoever has access right. to cable, they they watched that movie, which if you have not seen The Girl Who Leapt Through Time, go see it. It's absolutely phenomenal. Um, moving on from that, uh, I'll try my best so I can pet and pat in another world is getting an anime adaptation. The King of Fighters, Shingo, uh, Shingo, Shingo, side story manga will end with second volume. Bastard Heavy Metal Dark Fantasy second part, or er, is getting a second part, which will premiere in September on, or September 15th on Netflix. Wow, there that's is, a fast turnaround. Yeah, I feel like with Netflix shows, they're pretty quick about it. Just, I, hmm. I don't know. I mean, I've they're watched not, they're the They're not the studio producing it, right? They're not like it's not like there's a the Netflix studios producing it, right? I'm actually not sure. They might be because whenever you launch it it says a Netflix original. Oh. So All right. well, never mind. I I'm pretty sure they are. But yeah, I've watched a majority of it in the season 1 and it's it's horny as hell. <laughs> it's, it's I don't want you to funny. ever judge me for whatever I watch anymore. It's funny. It's stupid. It's over the top. If you enjoy stupid, over the top, horny shows, sure, go for it. It's it's not hentai, but you know it could be, if they like went the step further. But anywho, there's no cure for my brother being around me. Is getting an anime adaptation. Tokyo Revengers manga tops 65 million in circulation worldwide. Holy Shri shit! Uh, yeah, I know. S 65 mil is insane. That's, that's a that's, that's a huge. big number. Yeah. Holy but moly. then again, I don't know how many volumes they have. That goes across all volumes. So yeah. take that with whatever grain of salt there is. I still think I still think Tokyo Avengers, last time I looked on the top ten list, I think they're in the top ten for like most manga in circulation. Maybe. Like volumes have, sold in circulation. They do have twenty eight volumes total. So that is a that's lot not, of volumes. That's not a ton, but it's that's it's a good a ton, it's a good amount. It's, that's a that's good a, chunk. That's over. I mean, Comey's Comey's up to twenty right now. I think, right? 19? Twenty or twenty. Well, there's nineteen in the states. Uh, Comey out of the states. Uh, out of the states, I think they're up like twenty four or twenty five. Uh, twenty five. There are yeah. twenty five uh, volumes, but uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a pretty interesting number. I I know people love Tokyo Revengers. I watched part one of this first season, and I enjoyed part one, and then I dropped off part two because. Too many things bringing me out of it that I was just like, this is stupid. I don't like this anymore. <laughs> but, yep. Uh, moving on. Shang uh, Shangri-La Frontier. Crappy Game Hunger Food... Er, crappy Game Hunter. Not Hunger. 
Hunter challenges God to your game. Web novel is getting an anime in 2023. The manga duo Naked Ape are launching a new series called Shonen Psycho, um, which is pretty interesting. I like just from like the little snippet like of what the cover looks like. It's just like okay, this looks like a horror type manga. Maybe I'll give this a read or so. I think the if I'm also not mistaken, the first three chapters are out for free. So if you do want to go read that. Just oh. do a quick Google search and you can find it. Um, welcome to the ballroom. Manga is going on hiatus due to the creator Tomo Takeuchi uh, being currently overworked. So I love that. I love that explanation. Just it's going on hiatus because he, he's overworked. Like no, like just like not personal reasons or like I mean, you know just is taking a break. It's like no, I'm I'm drowning in papers. Please help. I'm sure like some of that has to do with like health reasons as well. It can't. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It has to. I be, just but... I, I like how they yeah like if it was something like this in the U.S. they'd just be like they're taking a hiatus because of reasons. Yeah. In Japan me- they're like no mental <laughs> health reasons. <laughs> yeah, they're overworked. <laughs> Give them a break. Serve. Let him breathe. Yeah. Hey, let him breathe. <laughs> let him do his thing, and uh, he can come back to the ballroom. So it is what it is. Uh, another super long title for you: The Unreasonable Life of the Wizard Del Rey Cit- uh, Certus. Curtis. Curtis. That is literally, uh, yeah, it's an, yeah. Yep, I know. Curtis, who was ripped from his world and became a distinguished otaku. Manga is ending Disgusting. August 5th. Disgusting, Disgusting otaku. Not distinguished. Do you want to start this again? Do you want to try Maybe. one more time? Yeah, let's try it one more time. The Unreasonable Life of the Wizard Del Rey Curtis, who was ripped from his world and became a disgusting otaku. That manga is ending August 5th. Nailed it. Also yeah. ending on, uh, another manga ending on August 5th is Those Snow White Notes which I watched season one of, and it was so-so. It was. It started out great, and it fizzled out real bad. Yeah. And then, you and Love um, had a couple of shows from that season. Like, when those... Like, I think that I was think the Tokyo same Revengers season as Avengers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys are super high on a couple of shows that just yeah. fizzle at the very end. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but it is what it is sometimes. It is what it and is. Then, and then the last announcement for the week, Kaguya-sama will be getting an anime movie as a follow-up sequel to the anime show that I believe Ooh. it's season three. So, like, it's following up season three, and then they probably have another season after, potentially? I don't know how far into the source material they are. I just know that there is a lot of volumes of manga. There is in the high 20s, I believe, for this this series as well so i'm sure they i mean i'm sure they have enough for another season even after the movie the question is is it going to be a two-part to finish it up or are they going to make it try to fit in a second season after i don't know but uh 26 26 volumes is what they have printed in english or total 26 total in english they have 23 Okay. And looking at chapter titles real quick, it looks like uh looks like they might be in volume 15. Okay. So 14. That's pretty no, good. That's like yeah. five five volumes of a season right now that they're rolling at, so they might have enough for a movie plus two seasons. I wouldn't doubt that yeah. they might just make it a, a two core for the fourth season and make that the final. And then yeah. they'll pull an attack on Titan and be like, psych, there's another whole fucking thing. Haha. But get yeah, ready. We'll see. I'm sure there will be another season because that show is just so damn freaking popular and good. Yeah. But I think it won, it won Spring oh. Award, like for anime of spring or something like that. I, I want to say. I think I it's the who, top. I think it's a top-rated show. Yeah, as of right now, it is still the top-rated show on Mal. Yeah, it is sitting there's, sitting on top with a nine point one five. There's some organization that gave out like here's our spring awards for for shows and Kagosama won, and I guess it has it's won seven other other awards too. So it's the most awarded show according to their fucking trophy list or whatever. I don't know. I just remember yeah. seeing it pop up, and I was like, wow, what a what a great award they won. You won spring 2022 anime. I mean, voted hey, by the fans. It's going to be in there for uh, anime of the year. Honestly, we keep like, saying that we keep saying that about shows, but I've, I've got to keep a level head, man. 
There are so many shows that are airing right now. There's so many shows that are airing in fall. I, you gotta, you can't. I understand. I understand, but there's no way that a show that is on top of so many different charts, especially just on top of Frank. their season, their Frank. season specifically. Frank. There's no way. Frank. It have doesn't you already. The, you don't think you it already makes erased... the nominations? Have you? Oh no! It'll make the nominations. That's what fine. I'm saying. Yeah. That's what no, I'm saying. I'm, is but... that it'll make the nominations? I'm not saying it's gonna win. I'm saying it'll be nominated for. You have. The year. You have the brain of a goldfish, and it's fine. It's fine. But I'm here to be the voice of reason because I distinctly remember watching a season, and I was like, "There's no way this dog shit show is gonna ever get a war." And it won anime of the year, and it was Attack on Titan, for one Did of I the say... worst seasons. Did I say that it was going to win? All I'm saying is you have to keep a level head because even though Kagosama is, is really, really good, right? Bleach is coming out in fall. You got My Hero in fall. You got Chainsaw Man in fall. That's three shows right there that already are, are they're not even out yet and they're already fighting for anime of the year, right? You have Spy Family that's kicked ass in spring. All I'm saying is, is that the, the universe has a mysterious way of fucking you in the butt for no reason and out of <laughs> nowhere. <laughs> so you just gotta you gotta keep a level head. Always be looking over your shoulder. You can't get too comfortable. So while we think right now, yeah, Love is War, that's gotta be at least nominated. A definite runner yeah. for anime of the year. The universe might just come out the fucking woodworks and go I'm, I'm about to take you from behind get ready here comes bleach and my hero and chainsaw man and it's gonna rule the world so you that's wanna, all i'm you saying wanna, you want a hot take before we move on to our next thing absolutely go for it <laughs> i don't think bleach will be nominated for anime of the year i don't think my hero's gonna be up there either i mean uh if as if, much as the fandom freaks out about every little thing that happens i i the last three seasons or last not three the last two seasons i'll give it that have been pretty mediocre honestly like i think with how everybody's hyping it up and like for compared to last season and just what has come out in the past i think that we're in for something different for my hero this year uh, and i, I think because that. of that i think that it it squeaks in as the last nomination but i don't know i don't know much about bleach bleach hasn't been around for so long i it, it was part of the big three i guess technically is part of the big three because i was the like big three whoa is... that's the hottest sorry sorry sorry, sorry. Right there. no no, no. it moly. is part of the big three but it's just uh it hasn't when was the last time bleach aired like you know um the last like, episode aired 2011, I think. 2010. I'm right looking there. it up. 2012. Was it 2012? March okay, 27, 2012. Okay. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a while, but I I think it's it's got that nostalgia factor, right? Where it's like it's all those old original, like the big three people coming back. They're like, ooh, oh boy. All right, I gotta get my again. Can you imagine if they just dropped like? in the the fall if they just dropped like a singular episode of just naruto just like a side story some shit oh, so the big you know how many back for one day it would be a it would be pandemonium there'd be like it'd be like uh, uh, riots in the streets the otakus lose their shit yeah <laughs> the otakus cause mass chaos in major cities around the globe why god naruto <laughs> That'd be an embarrassing Whoa. world to have to write about. <laughs> you're like you're working at I, the Washington Post or the New York Times. You're like, are you fucking sick? A lot of all the news stories I get, I get otaku's rampage in the city streets <laughs> over a TV show, <laughs> over some stupid cartoon. <laughs> no, what would be hilarious, though, is that if they did all three come back somehow, some fucking miracle, they all come back. And then they take over like Times Square. Like one of them is on each corner of Times Square. They're all in oh Shibuya. My God. Like all the big intersections of the world. Like all those billboards. <laughs> they're just up there, just like mean mugging or some shit. That'd be ridiculous. That'd be hilarious. It's never gonna happen. I'm sorry. All I right. got to all your hopes up. We're moving on to no. summer twenty. No. What? What? I wanted to ask a question. Fine, we can move on. This no, would no, take no, no, too no, no, long. No, 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 no. We've we've got we've got uh we've got time. What do you what all do you right. want? What is your current big three? 
If you had oh. to create a big three, so from the basically when, because the big three is Bleach, Naruto, and One Piece, right? Those are the considered the big three. Yeah, yeah. One Piece is still going on, so it will exclude One Piece. But it's it's part of the old big three. What would be the new big three? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, we'll say 2012 forward because 20 Naruto stopped before Bleach, I think, because there was the spinoff of Naruto. I think it was after. Whatever. We'll say over the last 10 years, what is our new big three? What are the, th- what yeah. are the three shows Naruto, that define... Naruto ended in 2017, my dude. Oh, 2017? Oh my god, it went that long? Jesus. Yeah. Sorry, well, Naruto Shipp- fans. Shippuden, Shippuden did. Oh, yeah. because yeah, uh, uh, That's fair. Can't but forget yeah, about what that. is the current <clears throat> big three? Current big three, I would say My Hero. Like, it, it, as much as you want to naysay it like it absolutely is it honestly you can argue that it brought anime back into the mainstream yeah no, there's no, that's, there's that's an no argument doubt. there for that um i would say also jujutsu kaisen it's it's while it only has one season the impact that that season has had and what the manga has done like with the numbers it's done and the trajectory it's on in the movie and I would absolutely say that would be number two. And then number three would be Demon Slayer. Like there's that's, a, the, that's an interesting list. It it's the one that makes the most sense. So I'm gonna go a different route. And you're gonna think I'm crazy. Okay. You're gonna put so you're gonna me. put Attack on Titan on there, aren't you? Yeah. 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 I think mine uh, mine would be I, I, I mold that I'm, one over. I because yours yours are like Jujutsu Kaisen and Demon Slayer are like only two years old like for the anime right like just for the anime right They're only like two years old that's that's baby that's fucking fresh oh, out I, of the womb I understand but it's the I new... understand yeah okay. I mean there's a ton of source material obviously Demon Slayer's got basically it's completed to my knowledge right it is yeah it's over yeah yeah so the source material is completed there so it has that Jujutsu Kaisen's up to volume it's like 19 in the in, in the, the US it, which yeah. that month is on... coming towards an end sometime in the next year or so yeah well and it's even there's even more chapters out on shonen too right yeah. i mean and my hero academia is also coming to a close sometime soon yeah. too like yeah. that's so I get also that, winding like, down i get that the source material is 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 starting to wrap up for those series i get it but like for anime like they're still pretty pretty novice i would say they're still on like you, amateur. So you have you have Attack on Titan. Have what else? Attack on Titan, my hero, because I think okay. I, I agree with you with the sense that like it, it definitely brought it back to the mainstream and it, it brought I think it brought a lot of people who stopped watching back into it too. And it created like a new group of anime viewers. Whether or mm-hmm. not you appreciate them or not is a different argument, but <laughs> it it brought in like a new audience to yeah. anime, which I appreciate. My third I'm going to say it's a little bit of like a, a Homer pick, right? Like uh, it, it's you just know, got a special place in my heart. Can I take a guess as your stretch here? Yeah, yeah, do it. Haikyuu. No, not Haikyuu. No. Okay. What I don't is think it? it's that much of a stretch, really. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, get the fuck out. That is, that is a, there is a cult classic in that show. It has got such a wide that's, that's, fandom. That's where, that's why it's not part of the big three. Cult but classic. It's... Cult classic when it is out nobody not nobody but it's not as appreciated when it's out when then when it's you know later released fucking season one of jojo's bizarre adventure was how fucking long ago oh forever ago yeah it's old yeah it's a it's It's old as shit no i i i would argue against i think i think jojo's is fan freaking tastic i'm not i absolutely love i absolutely will not argue that i am just saying (sighs) it is not part of the big three that would never be part of the new big three it just isn't i just i don't know because i in the goodness of my heart i cannot put jujitsu kaisen or demon slayer there i love both those series to death don't get me wrong like, I think both of them are fantastic. We obviously differ on our opinions of Mugen Train for Demon Slayer. I don't think it's that bad. You think it's the steaming pile of poo-poo rolling down the tracks. It wasn't as bad as Tomodachi Game, but it was up there. <laughs> it, there's not many things that are as worse as Tomodachi Game. But I just, it's hard for me 
it, at this point because while both Jujutsu Kaisen and Demon Slayer have the fandom and huge uh, craze, like in terms of like merchandise and all of that stuff, all the promotional things, like they have that huge push, push, push. What the hell? God, Don't dude. get me wrong. I, I, you can't deny that. But in terms of the shows, like there's not enough out for me to definitively say, no, these are a part of the new big three. I have no doubt in my mind that they will get there. But I could not at this point in time say with full confidence these are a part of the big three. No, because you have think to think. Because that... think about it too. Like why? Like what made Naruto, One Piece, and Bleach the big three when they came out? Because like at the time you had Dragon Ball Z, you had Evangelion. You well, back Dragon then, Ball I mean, Z, you had... Dragon Ball Z came out in the late nineties. It actually well, started One in Piece... the late eighties. I think. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It it did, but it. Technically, Dragon Ball Z is part of like Generation One Big Three, where it was that. Oh, fuck, what else was a part of that generation? There were like Yu Yu Hakusho, Inuyasha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all like, them. You, it, I don't know if it was Yu Yu Hakusho or maybe Rurouni Kenshin, which I will would gladly take Rurouni Kenshin off of any fucking list possible. Um, Probably Inuyasha. Yeah. I would say but... Inuyasha, Yu Yu Hakusho, and Dragon Ball Z were the original Big Three, and then you have the you know the juggernauts that were bleach one piece and naruto that yeah were like the the, the shonen like they they were the shonen yeah. big three of the time right yeah so now yeah i mean it's hard right it's also we're yeah. just spoiled too we have so many good shows but we do i let's i'm gonna wait till the next demon slayer season comes out with the the swordsman's swordman village arc or whatever it's called i'm gonna wait for jjk season two to come out I think when those do and when they release and if they're as good as source, the source material is, I will have no doubt in my mind that they will be the big three. But for now, got to give it to my Joe, the Joe star clan, the Joe star family. You're a silly lad, you know, but you know um, I'm a silly lad. Speaking of silly things, let's, let's get into summer 2022 shows way too early rankings. Because if there's something that people love, it's ranking shit. And it's, if there's something that other people love, it's ranking shit way too early. Um, so we're week one, week one, kind of two down in uh, these. Yeah, I would say week two, just for the fact that some episodes are already on episode two, like uh, Licorice Recoil. That show is great. It, that has two episodes. But um, yeah, no, I, I want to take a look at my anime list, look at the shows and look at the rankings and see if you agree, see what you've watched and uh, see what I've watched and comment on it. Off the bat, number one, Made in Abyss, absolutely, hell yeah, no, like to me, I finally caught up on it because I kept postponing watching that third movie for so fucking long. Mm -hmm. Let me fucking tell you, that movie is gut. It's just a gut punch. It is so fucking miserably sad, but so incredible. Um, if you haven't watched Made in Abyss, I'm not gonna spoil it because. It's it's one of those shows that I don't want to talk too too much about because of how good this show is. Like it is number one right now on Mal for the season, sitting on eight point seven six, and there's a damn good reason for that. I I highly implore that anybody who's listening to this go watch the show, but be forewarned that it is kind of graphic and not kind of it is graphic in the sense of violence and kids. Because mm. it, it revolves around, for all intents and purposes, three kids. And just bad shit happens to them. Constantly. Involving this abyss. So, with that, I would just... I cannot highly recommend this show because of how unique and how fucking good it is. And just everything about it is good. So, yeah. Number one, my, Made in Abyss. Absolutely love it. Your show sitting at number two at an eight point two nine Overlord season four. What'd you you said you watched the first episode? What'd you think of it? Yeah, I thought it was great. I thoroughly enjoyed the direction that they're going with it. It's into more world world building. It, it they set up the potential for it to really expand outward throughout the entire season, rather than just like random conquests of cities towards the end of a season, which seemed to be the the formula in the past three seasons yeah. so 
I'm pumped. I think it's going to be a wonderful season. I'm a little worried they're going to go more to like the humor comedy elements of certain relationships, especially with like Einzulgaun and the player um, basically being like, I wonder if I should treat everyone as equals instead of being their overlord. Yeah, I think that you, I am. you mentioned that last episode. So. Yeah, so I, I mean, I don't mind the comedy things, but I hope it's, you know, sprinkled like it used to be rather than, you know, the kind of the main focal, like, kind of draw throughout the yeah. entire season. Because, I mean, it is, when it is action-packed, it is, uh, like, utterly fantastic. Like, it's got some of the coolest, most, like, gut-wrenching scenes of, of fighting, especially the last season with the where he just basically strangles this girl by hugging her to death. Like it's got some nasty shit, but you're it's it's so much fun to watch. So I'm, yep. I'm pumped. Fair enough. Uh, sitting at number three, you have uh, high school of the elite season two sitting on 8.21 um, season episode two. We're recording this on Monday, the 11th. I haven't watched episode two. It just came out today. So I have not had time before this recording to watch it, but I talked a bit about it last week. I absolutely enjoyed season one of this show. If you want, if you ask me, this is the absolute pinnacle of a better Tom- Tomodachi game. Tomodachi game is the bottom of the ladder. This is like at the top of the ladder. This is a death game with not real death stakes more than like financial stakes. And hey, we're in this school and depending on what classroom you are in is like how you're kind of treated in the school and that like them being in the bottom class and trying to work their way up and like gain more points so they can get more money to like survive in school without having to like take the freebie lunches and everything else. It's super interesting as to what lengths they go through and how they devise plots to get through the games that they're put through or they're not games, but quote tests. It's, it's very, very well thought out and I'm, I'm really enjoying season two, looking forward to watching episode two, but, um, Right under that, at number four, we have Call of the Night, sitting on 8.02. You and I were both pumped for this. This came out late last week. Episode one was a banger. Absolutely oh, a banger. So good. I I know you were worried. I was interested in, in hearing your thoughts because I know originally you were worried about some of the animation bits being yeah. kind of funky. Yeah, I, I still think, like... I'm still worried about that a little bit just for the fact that I thought the animation bit where they're introduced to each other, the the main characters, where he's at a vending machine, she turns his head or her head and it's like the weird shadow face thing. To me, that looked really kind of odd. But other than that, no, I, I thought they nailed it. They nailed the aesthetic. In one regard, they didn't nail the aesthetic. It's supposed to. Be, so hear me out. I'll watch it when I have time, but the main time where I watch anime is at night when my fiance goes to bed and I can like watch whatever. So like, I know that she falls asleep before I do because that way I can, if I snore, I snore. It's your hentai time. Oh no, no. It's to make sure that I don't wake her, like keep her up because I snore or something. So I put this on and her one complaint about me watching anime at night is god damn it that show is so fucking bright frank what the hell and it's like i have the brightness turned all the way down i don't know what you want me to do i'm sorry this show is actually like with the brightness all the way down i thought i would have to turn it up no this was still like for being at nighttime everything was still very vibrant and like bright and colorful which i the colorful part i knew was going to happen but i didn't think it'd be as quote unquote bright because it it really is. If you watch the show in the dark, it's gonna fill up your freaking room with light. Oh, see, because I I disagree with you. I thought that they nailed the aesthetics of the night perfectly. Like, I I love the fact that just a plain night is like got like a purple hue to it. You know, it's dark, but it's not like pitch black, right? Like, it, it still feels like night. But then when they did like color shifts of like yellow. And like that, like kind of like goldish hue at times. It was because there were like street lights and the vending machine light like expanding yeah. off. So it made they made the environment sort of adapt to whatever was in the scene at the time, whether it was like the street lights or like a highway or whatever. Like I thought it was so perfectly done. It's so it's 
it, I don't think I've ever seen an anime that will take place almost exclusively at night. Like every single episode will be 90% nighttime where the characters are interacting with one another. And knowing that it's like, how do you build a world like that without it just being dark and dim? Cause it's supposed to be feel vibrant. It's supposed to feel like a nightlife. And I thought they didn't, they just nailed it. The the colors are so beautiful. Like no, I, I when, agree. It, when I first when I first started and he and and uh Ko steps outside, I was like, Oh my god, this is gorgeous. Oh <laughs> like, it's my. just so oh, oh, my. oh, oh my goodness. goodness. <laughs> it's just so pretty. But it's I was it I thought the first episode started off on the right foot too. I, I was kind of worried that it might have like this weird stumble at the beginning of like it's about vampires and it's kind of like a weird like moving a little too fast ish but i thought they paced it really well i thought you know they set up everything pretty well in terms of like you know what to expect moving forward so i i'm i'm in love already my last note before we move on to the next one is that yeah don't watch the intro to the the show like it intro like in that intro they have so many characters that i didn't even think would be in part like a part of season one and yeah they're in the intro i'm like holy shit they're don't watch it but listen because the the intro and the outros are both really good listen listen to the song but do not for the love of god watch the intro just because it introduces so many characters that you're gonna be like when do they show up? When do they show up? And it's literally yeah. going to be probably the end of the season. It's just like, oh, they're going to blow through this. Okay, I'm ready. But like, holy shit. Anywho, I'm I'm impressed by episode one. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I think my dark horse for the season, which has just blown me away, like animation-wise and just like intrigue-wise, is Licorice Recoil sitting at number five. At a 7.92. This show, like, it's an original show by A1. Well, excuse me. And I, from, like, the the sound of it, I was just like, this sounds okay or intriguing. I'm wondering what it'll be about. Episode 2 was so fucking good. I, I am in. I am so in on this show. This show is a joy. It's a treat. It's It's great. And I just go watch it. I don't need to. I don't even want to explain what it is. Just the less you know about it, the better. So, yeah. And then there are other shows that you know are near the top of the charts, but I want to skip down to number eleven, which is when will Yumu make his move? Uh, this is a a manga that you and I have been reading. It's just a slice of life comedy manga about a boy and a girl playing shogi. They like each other, but he won't ask her out until she beats or he beats her at shogi but he really sucks so it's a good comedy it's a good slice of life yeah, yeah. it's cutie it's very yeah. cute i love it it is it is I love and it. yeah there's a few more shows that i've been watching on this list but I, we don't have the time to go through them so we are going to move on to our last bit of news for the the evening uh which is oh god where the heck did i put it Oh, here it is. Sorry, I was like, where in the world are my notes here? The last uh, the last news story for the day, Death Note is getting another live-action adaptation via the creators of Stranger Things, the Duffer Brothers. This comes from Matt Kim over at IGN. The Duffer Brothers have started up a new production company called Upside Down Pictures, which will help create more film and television projects with Netflix. Despite the name, Upside Down Pictures will create more than just Stranger Things shows and movies, and in fact, has already laid out a slate of projects the company will begin on Uh, begin working on, including a new live-action adaptation of Death Note. Details of the Duffer Brothers' version are sparse, but it will be a live-action TV adaptation of the manga and anime. It is also likely a completely separate series unrelated to the movie, which, thank the fucking lord, that movie was a trash heap. Does this do anything for you? No. Why would it? Did you watch? Do you like Death Note? I No. I fucking hate... I think Death Note is is garbage i think the first half of death note is wonderful i think the second half of death note is pure trash i haven't watched death note in probably close to a decade i remember enjoying it a lot but i've watched a shit ton of anime since in fact i actually hit 250 movies and tv shows completed via mal 
So with Death Note probably being in like the first 10 or so of that, I'm wondering if I should rewatch it to see, you know, if if it still holds up to what I think about it. It's not good. It's really know. not. Maybe. But um I think if anything um this does a little bit for me in all honesty because with how the Duffer brothers have handled certain time pieces in such in Stranger Things and wanting to get them accurate as possible like in season 4 with the satanic panic and D&D being such a big thing and a scare for households across the country uh, when it came out mm-hmm. how they've handled that and how they've handled like actual D&D and it's like the way it's shown off and what it is like it's been so good that they it's been very accurate to the point where I think that they'll handle this adaptation accurately to the point where it'll actually be halfway decent. Yeah. But I, at the same it, time, it's just, it's only time will tell. And I hope like hell you can, you have to physically try to be worse than that death note movie. And I don't think they will. I think this will be much better. The one thing I'll take away from this is that if the Duffer brothers are getting into anime, granted it's live action adaptation, but mm-hmm. I'm more interested in the fact that if they want to get into anime and they want to get into more of the Netflix original stuff, whether it's future projects or existing projects, I think that is like even more exciting than them doing Death Note. Like, yeah, I I thoroughly I enjoy every single season of Stranger Things. I think the latest season was by and far the best one that yep. they've that they've released. I have no doubt in my mind that they can do great projects, whether it's with existing material or new material for Netflix. The question is if they want to stay within the realm of like real, like sci-fi, you know, similar vein of stranger things, or if they want to go into more anime and uh, the animation style shows too. Like, I think think that, that's opening a whole bag of worms that we don't have the time for because you have to think if they are exclusively making shows for Netflix, they have to have Netflix properties, which aren't yeah. a lot of anime. Like they still somehow have Death Note, but like the only other properties that they really have that I can think of that would be worth making something would be Evangelion, and there ain't no fucking way somebody in the next decade is going to touch that live action and think that it is a good idea they have a lot of originals too i think that you know they could do additional seasons for or whatever but all yeah all i'm saying is that if if this is the duffer brothers introduction into anime with netflix and if they're positioning themselves to do further projects down the line for netflix in the realm of anime i'm pretty excited it this does not do anything for me this can yeah no this this can be left untouched it should have died in its hole long ago when the whole emo edgy craze ended with with anime it just it, needs to stay dead forever it, and ever but it didn't because we got Amen. tomodachi game last season stop bringing up tomodachi game for the for the man with the fish brain you sure do bring up the shittiest show ever uh, constantly anyways Thank you all for joining us this week. We'll be back next week with more news, previews, and reviews. If you don't want the conversation to end, please head over, uh, head over to at Baca Co. Or Baca and God. I need to restart this one. Let's you want to host Baca yeah. and Co., head over to our Twitter and send an application. <laughs> yeah, seriously. God, stumbling over my words. Please head over to at Baca and Co. on Twitter where you can join us uh, on our Discord and give us your opinions. Tell us why we're wrong or give us sweet, sweet feedback on what you like and dislike. We record these episodes live on Mondays, sometimes Tuesdays at twitch.tv slash frankfurter and upload them on YouTube and podcast services on Wednesdays. So until next time, Spark Triumph. We'll see you then. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Back up! Back up! 